What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kev on stage. She's a chick angel. Listen, guys, we just we just decided. I, well, we said it last week that we're just going to do it on, you know, virtually for the last couple weeks. Essentially, what we're doing now, LA is going crazy with the COVID. So when we have productions, uh, we be shoot, we be tested the day of. Pretty, we get tested all the time. If you follow me on Instagram, you see I be getting tested and I be crying all the time. Be like, so, bless your heart. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about on today. We do, we do, we do. First things first, in Dallas, Texas, True Kitchen. Uh, there was a brunch going on. If you missed this on the internet yesterday, I don't know where you were. It was everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, there was a brunch going on, and the clip that went viral is the restaurant owner uh, reprimanding the the people in his restaurant for twerking, okay? He was upset. Um, they were twerking, and he was like, this ain't the place for that. I try to, Angel, this is why he's upset. Angel's like, okay? Angel, <laughs> Angel would have yeah. been up in there. I would have been like, what's wrong? Why are you so angry? Okay. <laughs> he was upset. Uh, I'll tell you an order of the story as it come out. The first thing go viral is the clip of the guy reprimanding here of them. Josh, if you could play it here. I invested a lot of money into buying this building and to developing this concept so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and sh Take it to Prime, take it to Pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I want men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are talking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the f out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it, no, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to pr provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. Talking to adults like they were his children. So people was like, oh, wow, this is crazy, blah, 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 and, you know, this, this, that, and that. So then it came out that he had previously talked to them privately, okay? He had whispered. Now, listen, Table 22, y'all done twerked enough, okay? Y'all done made it clap, okay? We said flapjacks, not clapjacks, okay? Y'all don't make, y'all make clap cakes, okay? We don't want that. Y'all are getting twerk air all over the omelets, okay? There's an omelet station, you got twerk air all over it, and I don't, I, listen, I don't want to have to talk to y'all again, okay? Mm. All right? I, I got a frittata. Y'all don't, don't smell that only lumen over table 28? <laughs> customers were complaining, hey, I've got, I've got twerk air in my mimosa, it's a little, it's a little tart, a little twerk. When I, go, when I go like this, I don't smell what I want to smell. Ain't <laughs> hey, nobody at that restaurant. Imagine somebody <laughs> doing their wine with breakfast. There's a hint of butt in the. Yeah. Uh, this, this is, booty, booty. This, is no more, this is more curvy than a full-bodied grape. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, but the next line. 
notes of butt sweat and twerk air in this uh, sangria. So uh, so he cussed out some grown folks. And here's what I thought was interesting. And I want to hear your thoughts, Angel, because I know he would have been talking to you. Nobody seemed to leave right away. So the- <laughs> uh-huh. What'd you say now? What'd you say? He said, y'all got, you had hands on the glass. It could have been a lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were mad. The DJ's name was Daquan. I was like, Daquan, stop playing. Uh, throw that button in a circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won't stop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Angel, as a person who would have been getting yelled at, what were your initial thoughts on <laughs> the twerk hair of 2020? Well, I had to look at all the evidence, okay? okay? All of the evidence. Because now if I didn't pay for some furniture, you can't be disrespecting my furniture, standing on my furniture. While I always have a good twerk in my spirit, a good one, right? You can't be putting your feet on my tables, all that stuff. So they were out of line. However, also comma, semicolon, you can't, be playing twerking music and serving Hennessy and not expect that something might pop off. Like, I'm not saying that they shouldn't control their actions, but if you want to set an environment where ratchet people don't do hood rat things, don't give them, this was like, what's that? Uh, that was, they, he gave them the twerking vibranium by serving Hennessy. <laughs> like, what do you expect? You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only, that's my only thing. I do believe people have to, re- you know, you got to respect the man's furniture. Come on, now it's a restaurant, but the, if you set in an environment that's a little closer to Magic City than what it should be, expect to see some, uh, you know, women that are past their prime being like, yeah, but, like if you play back that thing up. I was just. Queuing it up, Angel. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. No. You don't, <laughs> you don't even see my head on camera. You got money records taking over for the 99 or 2000. <laughs> Girl, you're working with some baguette, the pancakes. We want to get some waffles. <laughs> waffles. Then we got some omelets. Some omelets. Then we got a little frittata. That's what's going to happen. Only once you paid that check up. Big fine woman once you paid that check up. Call me big. I don't know what's gonna happen if you play certain certain music. Listen, um, you can play that at. I had a joke on stage I want to bring back. If you played that at my funeral, people would be like, "Man, I miss him." Well, <laughs> it will happen. It, it is. I know it will happen for me if somebody played that at my mother's funeral. Yeah, it's all the visual of Angel putting her leg up on the pew next to her. I can't, I can't do this anymore, man. That's what's going to happen. So, here's the thing though, as much as I make fun of Angel. There, there is a a restaurant restraint twerk that I don't think he would have been upset about. Right now, that is true. There's a little you. Here's the thing: 
There's a time and place for everything under the sun. The Bible says this. You know, to everything there is a season. You mm. they want you can't go full out twerk over pancakes. Okay, you can't. His thing was, and his main concern was the people standing on the furniture and the person put their hands on the glass. He was like, "Bro, you fall through the glass twerking. Now I got a lot. How am I going to explain to my insurance? You know, we had you. It was it was Henny Palooza day. We had we had Hennessy slushies." Two for eight, okay. That you know, we were playing make a thing clap. She put her hands up on the glass, bust through the glass, lacerations everywhere. This man is looking at my, he's like, bro, I'm I'm trying to run a restaurant, but you create he created a twerking vibe. He created an atmosphere to twerk. And then then you have to rest on do I have people that have a medium twerk, or is it only high twerk? You know what I'm saying? Also, Angel. Angel can twerk without music, okay? Restrained twerk. If Angel had a couple libations, she's going to be here, okay? She has brunch alcohol plus twerking music. Maybe even her, a, a, a well-to-do citizen, maybe she will fall victim to full twerk. Angel, yeah. you might fall victim to full furniture twerk. Uh, you know, could you fall victim to full yeah. twerk? Where is your where's your lotion on your knees? Oh, I don't do that. Don't listen, listen. Don't let me be in. Oh Jesus! Don't let me be like. Don't don't get confused. I have on this moo but I also have on some leggings underneath it, so I I feel safe. I feel confident. So if I'm in a safe, confident clothing attire, you're gonna get me pee popping in a handstand. That's not. <laughs> That's not uncommon for me because I, I got I still got good core strength, so I know I can keep myself upside down and pop that thing. Um, and, and if I'm getting egged on by the people I'm with, hey, 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 what you do say? Go, it do say induced. Mm-mm. Yeah, that the torque is a flux capacitor. The dupe in the music are, are the fuel that Doc threw in there before he closed it up and then turned it back when the 99 was taking over for the 2000. Flex Capacitor, that I got that reference. I just watched Back to the Future the other day. It's a great movie, man. I love it. Here's, what, here's, here's my honest opinion. No one uh, – this is just – this is a ridiculous statement. I'm going to say it. Even if I'm wrong, I know you ain't finna talk to me like that. I don't care if I was. You right. About to die on your glass. I'm 37. You're right. Right. You ain't finna cuss me. Now, here's the thing. On the other part, he probably pissed to the highest level of positivity at this point. He's not completely free of um, uh, blame. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. certain decorum he the reprimand with with like i don't know like the, here's the thing that's weird about it i'd never heard of this restaurant now this is what it's known for to me oh the fact that there's a dj for you to yell at right yes the, the fact that there's a dj playing twerking music to begin at where you're already going to be fighting against a certain crowd that you might not want that you might not want at your restaurant and 
if you think you ever have to get to the point where you cussing folk out saying that they're not respecting themselves, then I would say personally, you might want to rethink the environment that you are setting for your patrons. Not that the patrons are right, because like I said, you don't nobody need to be putting their feet on somebody's table, on their glass, none of that. However, comma, semicolon, to be continued. You can't, there's certain things that you can't just put together and expect that all the people there are going to behave in the way that you have in your own mind. Well, I can't imagine you, Angel, or Josh, I can't, Josh, especially, I can't imagine you twerking on someone's furniture. Like putting your feet, I'd be crazy. Like I'd be doing a lot for a joke. I don't think under any circumstance, no matter how much libation I have, would I ever stand on any restaurant's furniture or put my feet on the glass, whatever the level of that is. I wouldn't be that. Like that's club, full on club thing. Club, club, club. I was literally about to say the fact that you have to be like, hey, DJ, cut the music real quick while they're eating brunch. And here's the thing with brunch. Brunch is arguably more dangerous than going out to a club because if you're drinking at that period of the day you're trying to sleep after that and sleep during the night as well we don't have anything to do so it's a risk at all situation josh you at breakfast Mm -hmm. you know when you at the club you eating all day blah blah Mm -hmm. blah you you had douces before the omelet you know they bring the drinks before the eggs yes 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 i would it would have been I definitely would have been one of the people he would have been yelling at, but not because I was on the furniture. Cause I can do damage without touching any of your private property. I can be down in the splits, popping that thing in the middle of your restaurant. Do it in the booth. If you kept it in the booth or you twerked on the way to the rest, I'm gonna go wash my hands real quick. And then you, I don't know how they do it, but they do the when the one leg up and down. Get a little, get a little out your system on the way to the back. You gotta, you gotta show out, you know? But I don't think he would have been happy with that either. I think he would have been like, y'all, I, I think his private apology about, you know, it would have been a lawsuit, I think was a little bit of a cover up of there's also things that me as a, I mean, not to say that's not a legitimate thing. I think he had a true problem with it just being, you know, too, it was, too much. I don't know if people be regularly twerking there. Um, I possibly would, you know, if the food was slamming. I, I mean, how can you not? You got scrambled cheese eggs and you got twerking music. Like, the there's the right next to it. Say anything. My bad, Josh. What'd you say? Oh, no. I was saying you got the egg plate and then the red bottom that just like stands on the yeah. table right next to it. He could have calmed the twerking down with, with the music. He would have just. If he would have changed it to this. Angel, you cannot twerk to this. Please. <laughs> Angel, you can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> I don't. I can't do this to you. <laughs> yeah, like here I am too. Bop, 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 never, that part of the song was never. It would have happened. You can't give me 
you can't give me alcohol and then be like, this is the way you have to behave. I would have had, you give me a strong enough drink, some sangria, depends on how strong. Listen, I've acted a fool in Vegas. Okay. So luckily this ain't in Vegas. Can but you if I, the ocean, Angel. This is much this is much slower tempo. If he switches to oceans, can you <laughs> hold on? Let it come in. It's about to come in. It's a slow build. Please do not. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put my foot on that man's artwork that he would have gotten from Paint Your Life. And let me tell you, you too could get artwork from some Paint Your Life. Our family won't be together for the holidays this year, but I found a way to bring us together safely. A hand-painted compilation portrait from Paint Your like Life makes the perfect gift. Uh, listen, we all are come, trying to come up with great uh, gifts for the holidays, okay? And I'm going to tell you what, nothing says I love you like giving somebody some good old portrait, with, especially with a loved one in the picture, with grandma, with Mima. You can get the person that's actually in the, the that you're giving the gift in the picture. It's a good way to really impress the person that you love that you thought about them. Okay. I love this picture of my wife and I posted mm -hmm. it on Instagram. And you can hit up Paint Your Live and say, This picture right here, I want it to be, I want it to be painted. And right. I want I want oil on canvas. And they be like, okay, I got you, cuz. And then you can hang it up at art. That's what I'm finna do later on in this couple of six months. I'm gonna put it up on the wall there, but that's because of people like Paint Your Life. So you're gonna choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. You can order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes. It's quick and an easy process. Get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. Meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever makes for the perfect holiday gift for someone you love or for yourself. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. <laughs> special offer, text the word RR for two. 64,000. That's RR. RR. The 64,000. Text RR to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Okay. <laughs> okay, Angel, I have a, I have a test for you. Okay. What? I want to, I, I want to know, are you more um, twerk friendly or worship? So if you were to be uh played with shouting music shouting music it, it induces a certain amount of uh thing in your body to praise the lord but your twerking list is higher so oh, what get ready to do it's a, it's a, that's a shout 
There we go. Look like God God still reigns on the throne. There you go. Yeah. There's still hope for her. Yes. Yes. There's still hope for Angel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, but some songs, that'll give you a slow. It can get if you need a slow twerking. It's gonna be the flow, it's gonna the slow twerk is gonna come out. Okay, so more stuff came out about this restaurant. Well, uh, um, the they have a dress code. Okay, I'm gonna read it to you. Did you guys see this? Bro, this is everything of a description of a club. I don't know what yeah. you're trying to do. Okay, Josh, throw it up. Here's what the true kitchen and cocktails uh dress code is: no ball caps or casual headwear, do-rag, <clears throat> do-rag, hair cap, etc. No slides, all slides, especially fuzzy ones. I thought that distinction of especially I wouldn't be able to get in. <laughs> Angel, you're out. I'm no out. Tank tops, no body suits, no explicit words, visuals, no jerseys. I'm out. I got a jersey on. I'm out. No sagging pants, no sweatsuits. I'm out again. Sweatpants, yoga outfits, gym clothes. Be respectful when informing guests they're not following our dress code, informing them upon arrival. Blase, blase, blase. Usually dress codes um, go viral because it always looks like they're trying to keep black people out. I don't think in my 37 years, I've never seen no fuzzy, especially the fuzzy ones as a distinction really made me laugh. I don't I don't really see restaurants being like, don't, and don't bring no slides, especially the fuzzy ones. He said, if you have been on Love and Hip Hop, don't come here. That's what he should have said. If you've ever thought about being on Love and Hip Hop, watch Love and Hip Hop related to somebody, you're not allowed here. What's so funny is, I wonder why his restaurant draws the type of people he doesn't want there. Yeah, I, I think, here's the thing. Dress codes are not unusual. A lot of restaurants have them. They're not usually places that are places that are known for breakfast and brunch aren't usually the same places that have dress codes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. usually finer dining uh, restaurants that have to make a distinction, you know, even on cruises. Not like, you know, um, if you went to the Broken Egg, they're right. like, you know, like I go eat, bre- I eat breakfast and slides all the time, especially when we're on the road. I eat breakfast and slides. And mm-hmm. my question about bodysuit, is it bodysuit only? Because you can have a bodysuit on and then jeans over. But is it you can't come in with only a bodysuit? Where's the asterisk? Where do you stand? I, I think it, he's just had too many, too many bad experiences. And I get it. He wants to keep his restaurant with a certain type of vibe with a certain type of clientele. And he has every right to decide that's what he wants. But I think he needs to look at what his what type of vibe his restaurant is giving or the locale of the, the, the place. Because mm. if you got to put that many stipulations and you're not a club, okay? <laughs> there's, something that, there's something about what you doing that's causing people to want to show up in a way that you don't want them to show up. Like I, it doesn't like my doctor's office does not, my gynecologist doesn't have to say, okay, y'all don't be coming up in here with nobody. You know what I'm saying? Don't be coming up here smoking weed. Like we know that that's not where we go to do that. So like, what about his restaurant makes people think it's more like a trap house or a club than it is a place to get food. Yeah. And I, there's a lot there. So there's, um, 
There's a lot of brunch party brunches, places that are like brunch party, day party vibes. I've seen a couple going viral on Twitter. They were like, oh, you can twerk here. And they had like a little commercial of like all their um, they had shrimp and grits and, and twerking music. People here's 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 what I want to say. Uh, what, what he was accused of is respectability politics, believing in respectability politics, which is basically, if I'm not mistaken, I need my cousin here because she taught me about it. Uh, act like you got some sense so people will treat you right. Mm-hmm. You know, that came from his line where he said, uh, if y'all gonna be in here twerking, how am I gonna get the men to respect you? Uh-huh, that was well, like- respect a little twerk. Mm-hmm. I, I respect twerk, yeah. Your wife can twerk, she twerked over here and I said- Hey, she been working on it. You know, we've been believing, we've been she believing God. Has you know, perfected it. She would've got kicked out with that strong twerk she got. They, she would have been like, damn, get out. She got same little twerk. And you know, reformed church girl, she got reformed church girl twerk that she's been developing, you know, last couple of years. She and she just she drop it out here, here and there. She'll be going to the pantry, she'll be like bop bop, and then she just keeps going. And I'll be like, Well, bless God, hey, amen. I respect it. I respect it because listen, twerking is a skill, hey, amen. You don't just you know, you don't you're not just burnt born twerking, you got to perfect that thing. You do, you gotta you got to perfect it. And his little sermon that he gave about like, you got to show some respect for yourself. I mean, it was a little bit like, do you like he's equating their lack of decorum in his restaurant to how they respect themselves. It's no, they don't respect your restaurant. It's they don't, right. I just don't respect your establishment at all. I, let me tell you, the problem I really had was when he came to talk to them privately, he was all up. In, there was no six feet. He no. didn't even no mask. The girl was listening to him, putting on her mask at the same time. Like, dude, why are you all up in my space? He, I mean, he was talking. They, they were getting all of his droplets. I was like, See, you don't respect my life. So I am going to do whatever the hell I want to because this is the last day I'm going to live because you just spread your COVID over to my face. You caught all your COVID over this corned beef hash. And In LA, we we are not as free as other parts. And uh, this was in Dallas, I believe. There was nary a mask uh, inside because at restaurants, this, sh- this is not shaming. I'm just saying at restaurants, when you're at the table, you don't have to wear a mask. He didn't have a mask on. Usually at restaurants, even during COVID, the, the staff have a mask. Yes. Yeah. So um, my 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 question to you, are you guys ever jealous of Dallas or Atlanta when they be out there living their best life and we be in L.A. and be like, we can't go outside and play with our friends? No, I, I'm I'm all right. I am definitely OK. I'd be like, they don't care about you where you at. They do not be caring. They don't. They don't care. They want that money, and you could die. You could get sick. Uh uh-uh, uh No. I just actually I'm, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm a little bit jealous, Angel. I ain't gonna hold you. I'd be like, I want to go to Atlanta. They have open. They go see their friends. They dance and have joyfulness. That's because you're reckless. You don't be putting lotion on your knees. You don't care about yourself. <laughs> if you want for Melissa, you've been there by now. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, guys, I think I might have changed my tune. I might get the vax. Well, you go right ahead, and I'll, I'll watch. Vax. 
I'm gonna, I, I, need, I, I, I need something else. I'm going to give me the vax. I'm going to come in and like, hello and welcome to here's the thing. Me, Kevin, my name. You want a broken vaccination? I have broken me out. Hello, Trini, Trini, Benga. Yes, me, Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to be like, yo, Angel Drive. I got the vaccination, yo. I'm ready to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. So I got the vaccine. Nothing happened. No, I just got my I got the vaccination in my eyes. They slipped out. That's not good for you. I cannot get stuck. I cannot watch. I will leave. Y'all wouldn't do the podcast with me if I had flipped out eyes. No. It would be just strictly a, a audio podcast. There would be no more visual to here's the thing. What is everything about me? Just nothing changed. I just was like this forever. <laughs> as long as as long as the podcast was still happening, I'd be like, "Yes, that was on you, you sir." Turn, you got this big hunch. You're just like, it's a reveal. Fine, y'all. I just got all I got is this. I just look like I'm always about to start doing the thriller dance. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff right here. That's all. Everything else is cool, guys. And so you really you you gonna get that back? So you gonna be oh, a rounder? I'm gonna get it like the first iPhone. I'm gonna get it like the PS5. I'm gonna go. I want the first. Th- you know, there's people right now that are doing the yeah. trial. Like drive one, down, drive one out of Orange County. You'll get you one a day. I'm finna get one, y'all. I, what if it grew my hair back luxurious? <laughs> Your hairline comes down to here. It's just <laughs> <laughs> just eyebrow hairline right there together, Mary. Well, I could get used to living like this. If this, if I was safe and I could go to Italy and stuff. How, how do you stretch from here, though? Do you? Can you go like this far? Or how does ah, Josh? I'm like this all the time now. Listen, I'd be like, well, I, I, hopefully it was worth it. I'm gonna still be at home. Uh, that's fine. That's that's okay. But I won't be vaccinated, Angel. You wouldn't have to worry about being at home. Then I'm, you probably be going way too many places, and the COVID be on your clothes. So you can't get your clothes vaccinated. You can't get that. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. But I can't. I can't. I'm not listening. Uh-uh. No, I'm not here for these open places. I have a friend whose daughter, she got the COVID and he was, he'd been in turmoil for the past week. Huh? You said he'd been in turmoil? Yeah, because his daughter got the COVID and he'd been in turmoil because her breathing was bad and stuff. Like, I can't even. My kids got the COVID test for the first time this weekend. Did they? Yes, they did so much better than you can. <laughs> they didn't cry. They, they took it like champs. I'd be the only one in my family going through all that. Melissa did never, nothing happens to her. Um, I'd be, he touches my brain. I have, I, every time I get one, I'd be so embarrassed too. Cause I'd be like, okay. And then just inside, outside my eyes, I'd be crying every well, time. I saw you get the test once and you do all that. But then as soon as he starts to put the thing up, you're like, huh! like you're not <laughs> big, brave, calm, Kev. I don't know where he goes. He goes and sits in the Maserati while you over there. I don't know what it is. The most uncomfortable thing. Like when I'm done, I be feeling like it's still touching my nose. You oh. know, heebie-jeebies. I feel like it, I, I had, you know, like I, I put this poll on Twitter the other day 
And I asked how many people, like how many tests have you had? One to five, five to 10, 10 plus or zero. 50%, over 50% of the people haven't had a COVID test at all. They don't need them. They'll be going places. If they're not going anywhere. And then a lot of people just uh, assume because they haven't had any symptoms that yeah. there's no way they would have gotten it. But, you know, for those of us that don't work in the same place every single day of yeah. the week and we work with different people, I feel like it's imperative to be getting tested a lot. But I, when I think about it, yeah, there are people who um, have never gotten a test this entire time that I'd be like, if you if you're about to be a contractor for me, like, can you go ahead and get I mean, thank God they're free. You can they're get them free. Free. There's a lot of free ones out there, which is amazing. I wonder if is your guy just do you think your guy's just doing it wrong? Because I've had the test several times and it don't hurt. I have gotten uh them done by a variety of people. Like I said before, every production um they have their own. That's how I end up taking three in one day uh one time. So even their doctors or nurses, administrators, administries, administration, uh -huh. their people. Uh, when they give it to me, I still have the same response. It's me. Have you ever gotten the throat one? Have y'all either one of y'all gotten the one that goes in? I think I've done one throat one and the rest uh nose. Actually, the one throat one was with the nose. They did the nose and throat. I never oh, got really? throat. Yeah, I never got throat. I've only had I've only had nasal. For the most part, might have been self-test too. Mm -hmm. And it's hit or miss on the on the watery eyes. So I I usually just feel like I have to sneeze. I never feel like I have to cough after though, Kev. That's what that's what's interesting about. Do they tell you how how do they make sure you're doing it right? They they give you instructions and they say roll the window up before you take your mask off so you don't get the COVID out here. Yeah, and then they watch you. Mm -hmm. I've they never done it by myself. I've never I've never been the a self test. Self. You're supposed to you're supposed to roll it like as high as you can go for ten seconds. It's the longest ten seconds of my life. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, bro, just get out of my nose, man. Just leave me be. I'm telling you, the babies, they did so good. Little Marcus was like, oh, it tickles, it tickles. And Kamasai, they took it like champs. I didn't have Amar do it because he's just too little. And he probably would have fought the nurse. And I was just like, we just going <laughs> to believe. Yeah, but honestly, you're not going around people. If you're able to work from home and you're not leaving, you don't have no symptoms. There's really no reason for you to have to get it. You know, I was just getting it just because I was, you know, mostly because of production related things. Yeah. Like our work requires us to be like Hollywood is like, OK, now that we have access to testing, we just have to pay for it. Now. Right. The movie's not finna shut down. They'll cut an actor before they. Oh, yeah. You know, no, this is. This is not going to be an industry that cut down. I mean, cuts that shuts down. Like, luckily, there are industries that allow you to work from home, which mm -hmm. you know makes a huge difference. Especially like Fiverr, where people can work from home and do your graphic designs and do your posters or whatever you're trying to like promote. And what's great is that I use Fiverr all the time because it's an online marketplace that connects businesses with freelancers offering hundreds and uh, uh, thousands of digital services. I you know? love Fiverr. My uh, Kevin Stage Studios uh, intro card uh -huh. on Fiverr, and it was amazing. I worked with the with the graphic designer. We had four or five emails back and forth. It was way, way, way faster than I thought. My and mom on Fiverr. 
this uh, the design, my logo for my Mama Likes uh, subscription box. And for those of y'all who are watching, I got that on Fiverr. And Amazing. I listen, I said, I said I needed to be a black woman with black hair. Now we had to talk back and forth, which is great because at first she gave her a jerry curl, a 1980s jerry curl. And I said, oh no, that's not what the black women is wearing today. Well, th that's what's so great is that like you can talk back and forth and get exactly what you want. Um, so what can you get here? You can do graphic, get graphic design, copywriting, web programming, film editing, and more. Fiverr's global network of on-demand freelance talent is here to help. Whether you're launching your first business or scaling your current business, it's easy. Customize your search by service, deadline, price, uh, seller review, and more. No more guessing games. You know exactly what you're paying for upfront. No negotiating needed. Find uh, freelancers that are ready when you are. Fiverr's platform is flexible enough to accommodate and manage the ebb and flow of your business. Check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order by using our code SK. Find all the digital services you need in one place at Fiverr.com. Code SK. Yes. I love Fiverr. I love the five for five, you know, uh, at Jack of the Box where you get all those different types of food and stuff, you know, yeah, you going there. And then, no, Josh, I can go there and then I can also work out because of Noom. Noom is also a very helpful workout thing for me and my body. It's about, you know, getting in shape doesn't have to be about losing a specific amount of weight nor number on the scale it's only it's it's hey noom it's about feeling better for yourself you know around this time of year i have thanksgiving dinner and that week i pretty much stopped working out because it feels better to eat like that and not work out and i feel bad about myself i say hey me kevin i'm sad i'm very sad or my life is very sad and then noom taps me on the shoulder and says hey man don't, don't feel bad about yourself. I say, what, Noom? They say, don't feel bad about yourself. You, what you can do is balance, Kevin. It's not about getting it right every time. It's about working together, you know, having a sense of self-worth and self-care and confidence. Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps users to, le to learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses, based in psychology, Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and empowers you with the tools you need to break bad habits and replace them with better ones. You're human. If you go off track like I do and eat everything in the house, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow with Noom. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash SK. That's noom.com slash sk what do you have to lose visit noom.com slash sk sk start your trial today that's noom.com slash sk for noom for me kevin this has been an advertisement for noom ha, love it I just Love it. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Uh, did you guys watch Jake Paul start a race war on Saturday night? You actually didn't even have to buy the fight because the moment 
He knocked out Nate Robinson. It was all over your feed. My heart was broken. It, it it was like he laid that poor man down. Like I, I watched the knockout punch and I was just like, oh no. That baby died. <laughs> he was really standing up and quickly went to bed on the floor. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> the thing was, here's the hardest part for me. Jake Paul would probably knock me out. That's really hard to sit with. I'm six foot two plus, mm-hmm. but I am not a trained boxer. And I, Nate Robinson is one of the best athletes, you know, from Washington. We went to high school at the same time uh, and he was amazing at football, basketball and track. We went to college at the same college and he started for the football team and the basketball team until he focused solely on basketball. Uh-huh. And he was like, yo, I'm a great athlete. I can beat this dude up. However, when he started fighting, he didn't look like he had trained to box. Mm-hmm. And Jake Paul, even from the jab, you know, pretty much every boxer starts a fight off with the jab as the first punch. That's yeah. almost always the first punch. I don't think Nate Robinson threw a jab the entire, his whole thing was, I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to come over over the top. You know, like hood punch. Jake Paul was jab. He hit him with the same thing. He jabbed, ducked under, overhand right, bow. The first time they got hit, he went on the on the canvas like this. It's just, oh, he looked so defeated, Angel. I just my thing is is like, did he not train for this moment at all? Like, did he just think getting hit in the head? My brain can take it. Like my brain won't get confused and be like, "Oh, nigga, I thought it was daytime. It's nighttime." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. His brain said, "Like, shoot, I'm sorry. Go ahead and click the switch." Like, man, <laughs> listen, somebody Nate uh or or Matt on our Patreon said Nate tried to go out there like it was a hood fight. That's yes. exactly, hood fight and boxing is different. Mm-hmm. It was no hood fight. They, they, and they, listen, there's no worse treatment on the internet than when you just got knocked, knocked out. They, yeah. they said, somebody tweeted, man, I'm tired, man. I'm finna go Nate, Nate. And I said, hey, hey, man, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh my gosh. Like, I just, I don't, it's so embarrassing, especially because it's not as if like, that is what these people are known for, right? Like, yeah. this is not their careers it's a little different i feel like if a boxer knocks out another boxer because that's a part of their career but to be knocked out by a youtuber Uh, it feels to be knocked out by like a nickelodeon disney uh, character he really was on disney channel it's like you got knocked out by angel you got knocked out by the dude who was on bizarre vark he got knocked out by mickey mouse and then, like, how do you recover from that? But see, but that's what men, that's what these men be getting, though. But sometimes women, too. We talk all this cash, especially, you know, black folk. We got to stop doing it. We think our blackness means we can fight better than anybody that is yeah. not black. Oh, uh, I wish you would. I bet I and you would be laying beside Nate taking having a slumber party 
on the goddamn court. Hey, uh, Angel, he hit the the last time he hit the canvas so hard. It sounded like when they throw wrestlers off the top rope and they hit the canvas. And the, to make matters worse or better, depending on who you are, better for us, Snoop Dogg was commentating. The best commentator ever. He said, oh, Lord, precious Lord, take my hand, leave me on. You can't be singing hymns in real time. <laughs> That's what makes it embarrassing. Like, you can't be out here trying to compete in something that could possibly have you looking like that at the end of it. And I listen, the way he hit that ground, his body didn't even bounce. It was like two magnets came together. <laughs> Angel, Amar, when y'all was at the house last time, Amar would sleep right here on the floor. He looked just like Nate Robinson. You know the babies be, they lay hard flat. No pillow. No, they don't do like a dog. Let me make a pillow out of my forearm. They put their head on the ground. One arm down. He, I said, "Hey, I'm on, Nate. Who, who is it? Which one are you?" Nate looked like he had just been breastfed to sleep. Is that what? <laughs> Man, and when those babies wake up, they woke up just like Nate, too, all confused, like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh!" I, I don't want Snoop to be singing Negro spirituals while I am unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I so am unconscious. Have what YouTuber would you go in the ring with? That I'm for sure I could beat up? <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm going to leave them Paul brothers alone. Here's the thing, man. I've been so sick of the Paul brothers for years, but Jake Paul is a real fighter now, and I will not slander that name anymore on Beyonce's internet. We need our get back, Josh. We need our we need our great black hope. Somebody got to beat him because he beat up he uh, beat up KSI's little brother, who's another YouTuber. Mm -hmm. He beat up Gib, who looked like he'd never boxed in his life. Then he knocked out a three-time slam dunk champion winner. I know that the thing that the funniest thing about it, they kept putting slam dunk champion in there like that correlates to what we feel. <laughs> he slam dunked his face into that mat. <laughs> That's what he did. He's like, that's <laughs> the slam dunk champion. It doesn't merit anything for what we finna do. This is three time slam dunk champ. Okay, we finna box though. But he could dunk a basketball and he's short. What does that have to do with anything when I punch him? I see one video, Angel, where he did one, they took one of his slam dunk, he caught it. And when he dunked it, they cut to him hitting the ground <laughs> on the knockout. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this video for y'all. They, they out here ruining this man's career. Hold on. They have... Go ahead, Angel. No, I'm just saying that's so disrespectful. Angel. I, I, don't, I don't understand why any man... But it's just like... the uh, You remember one of my first episodes on here. Um, Muscle Cop that was like... Yeah, yeah. Into the ring. And then he saw what people could do. And he was like, let me just... Let me hush my mouth. Yeah. Here's this video this dude say Nate Jack Nate Robinson at McDonald's. Hey, what's up? Nate Robinson. Yeah, uh, can I get a Big Mac? Or what? Or what? Can I have a Big Mac? 
what, what you gonna do if I don't give you the Big Mac? <laughs> do y'all not have Big Macs? We have them. We have them, but what you gonna do if I don't give it to you? What do you mean if you don't give it to me? Like, why would you? Oh, what you, what you? What you trying to do, nigga? What you? Why you, you hand me? What you, what you trying to get into? What you? Just go. <laughs> he said, "Oh, choo choo." Oh, okay. <laughs> Why would you do that, man? Like that? he got a family and kids. <laughs> they said no. he was the dude at McDonald's was gonna square up with him just cause. <laughs> just cause he saw him get his butt whooped in front of so many people. In but front of that's crazy, Angel. We was supposed to be hype about Tyson versus Roy Jones. Nate Robinson, Jake Paul was the best fight on the card. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you see somebody get hit like that and see the the like what happens to to him, that is exciting. Like <laughs> we talk about, we talk about, you know, we fantasize about the Debo moments. You got knocked the f out, but to see yeah. that actually happen in real time, it is just like. Oh wow! A street fight is always, and that's what yeah. Matt said. A street fight is always like exciting, crazy, but exciting. And to see old dude just literally die on the mat, I hope he had policy genius because I didn't think he was gonna get back up. Let me tell you right now, okay? Now listen, the holiday season sure knows how to lighten your wallet. For many families, December is one of the most expensive months of the year, not to mention the busiest. If you need a life insurance policy and you don't want to deal with the hassle or the expense, try Policy Genius. Policy Genius combines a cutting-edge insurance marketplace with help from licensed experts to save you time and money. Right now, you can save 50% or more by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance. When you're shopping for a policy that could last for more than a decade, those savings really start to add up. Here's how it works. First, you're going to hit the policygenius.com. In a minute, you can work out how much coverage you uh, need and compare quotes from top insurance to find your best price. I was about to say breast price. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Policy Genius will compare policies starting at as little as $1. You might even be able to or eligible to skip the in-person medical exam. Once you apply, the policy team will handle all the paperwork in red tape. And the best part is that they, they work for you, not the insurance company. So if you hit any speed bumps during the application process, they take care of everything. The kind of service that has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across six 1,500 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. So this is what we this is what we want you to do, okay? If you have loved ones who depend on your income, don't go into 2021 without life insurance. Like I said, I hope that Nate went into that ring, okay? With life insurance, all right? Go to policygenius.com and get started. You can save 50% or more by comparing quotes and start your new year with one less thing to worry about. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Uh, sorry. It's okay. My laptop is about to die. Oh, no. It needs policy genius. Listen, it better have, it better have uh, a policy, okay? Um, but no, uh, I, uh, I definitely feel for that man, but like, I don't know why people are so quick to, what is it about men that they be sometimes be wanting to fight? Hold on one second, Angel. Just pause that thought. They're dropping something off in my house and I got to grab it real quick. 
I don't want to belabor the point on Nate Robinson. God bless him um, on his travels. I want to talk a little bit about Kevin Hart this uh, last week. I thought this was going to be the lead story. Um, he uh, here's what I want to say, and I and I mean this very honestly. I don't know if I want to be as famous as Kevin Hart. Uh, I can't buy you seeing that. I, I I I said, man, I don't, I don't think I want my jokes to be looked at with a fine tooth comb. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want my if I go on Clubhouse it to be on the shade room three minutes later. I just I I think I, everything I do right now I like it. I think I got a good audience. You know, I got the stage crew. They, you know, we love each other. I don't want, I, man, that that level of fame is just right. like, oh, yeah. I do nothing. It's a bit of a prison. You become a prisoner to your fame. Well, yeah. everything is overanalyzed, you know? Not I don't want to say overanalyzed because, I mean, his jokes on Clubhouse were definitely jokes that were, like, amongst friends. And that's my thing with Clubhouse, man. It's it's interesting. I, I'm really, I'm in, really interested to see how it kind of grows. Because it's a lot of opinions on there, and people take that for exactly what it is. Not exactly what it is. They take it for like they they take it for more truth than what it can be. Because you're like, oh, I'm in a room full of these people. Yeah. Are you, you yeah. Clubhouse, yeah, Angel. Have I seen the Clubhouse interview? No, no. Have you used Clubhouse, the app yet? No. Okay. I can get you if you want. I, I got I, Rob, Angel. You you gonna waste an invite sending it to Angel? Okay. No, you won't. Is that the thing? No, somebody invited me to something else. Hold on, let me see. Somebody invited. Is that where you just be hopping in a room and people just be talking? Yeah. I think I got it on here. First of all, while you're trying to talk about me, hold on. Let me see. I'm not trying to talk. I was extending a, an olive branch. Of- I, I have. It's the white lady with the thing with the glasses. Yeah. I've been in there. You've been on there. Yes. It's like the old party line from back in the day. Yes, I've been in Clubhouse. I haven't invited anybody. I was in here uh, like two weeks ago. Where are you? I've been in there. So he, there was a room made called uh, Is Kevin Hart Funny? And it, it popped. You know, it was the biggest amount of people I've seen on there. So Spank and Naeem went in there. They're Plastic Cup boys. They travel with Kevin, known him for a long time since their Philly days. And then they, Kevin Hart joined that conversation. I was unable to join. I was shooting um, Gam's podcast, Positively Gam. Do you know her? Uh, You talking about Will Smith's uh, mother-in-law? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know what? Kevin. I was shooting. um, That is her. That is her son-in-law. Yeah. I was going to say Jada Pinkett Smith's mom. That's all I was going to say. I... I was not going to mention that Will Smith was her son-in-law, nor that I met him. Oh, because I, I knew you wouldn't. I just thought I, because I, I remember. I think you said you met him, so that's the reason why I brought it. Up. Yeah, but I was, you know, wasn't going to bring that up. But I was shooting Positively Gam's podcast, um, and they were on Clubhouse while I was shooting the podcast with Will Smith's mother-in-law, and um, <clears throat> he went in there. And this is so Mel, m- my sister. Also, it's funny when people call list Mel. Our audience be like, that is Liz. Male is male. And that's how we know we, y'all don't know them for real. <laughs> so Mel was uh, like, she gave me the rundown. She was like, first they was talking about this. 
and this, and the moderator didn't have control of the room, and this happened. And then Kevin Hart came in there, and, and then the, the tone of the room changed to, man, I, I love your work, man. Let me get a job. And she didn't say who was saying what or anything like that. But I know that's probably the case because apparently that's happened a lot of times on Clubhouse with rappers. Like when rappers come in, they they be like, uh, not necessarily, you know, the word is blank writing and it's a male slang term for, you know, a penis. So I, I just. Writing. Oh, writing. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were talking about like a pen pal, but you're talking about a peen pal. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because I was like, when did ghost become a name? For a penis. But okay, got it, got it. Writing. A peen pal. So uh Tony mentioned this, and I just was like, here, here's the part I want to talk about. Cause I th- here's a sentiment I hear often, and I don't I want to know you guys' thoughts. Do you think b- black people are often accused of building people up just to tear them down? I feel mm-hmm. like that is not unique to black people. I feel like that is society as a whole that's the patriots when they won their first championship everybody loved them when they won four out in eight years people hate them golden state warriors loved them at first when they when they won two then then it was like we hate them kevin durant is a snake tiger woods universally loved you know windows bust out his car cheating on his wife goes to hate it i think uh tiffany haddish whom i love like we loved her in girls trip we loved her immediately after and then she started receiving backlash and she didn't do anything different. The same thing, things that she was doing that people loved her for, they started not liking her for. So I don't, I, I, I always kind of cringe when people say that because I don't think that's unique to black people. I think people just do that. It's a David versus Goliath. We love an underdog story. Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi B. Everybody loves Cardi B. And then for the same thing they loved her for, they stopped liking her for, but do you think that has happened to Kevin Hart or do you think that happens, you know, more in the black community? I, I don't think it happens more in the black community and I don't think it it's happening. I don't know if I would say it's happening like more to Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart be out here knowing that he is a mega star now and yeah. whom much is given much is required, unfortunately. Yeah. So, when you have aspired and hit this level of famous where everybody knows you, everybody, you have touched all areas of the earth. There are certain things you can't just get away with doing or saying and not expecting backlash. I'm not saying that this is right. I'm saying this is the way the world goes. This is the way. And this is why you don't be seeing Beyonce out here a whole lot. You don't be seeing you know, Rihanna out here a whole, whole lot. These people are extremely famous and they realize I can't just be doing what regular people do and expect the same regular response. Yeah. What do you think, Josh? Um, I mean, I, I agree with Angel. Like you, you can't really just be stepping in and Clubhouse is a very specific example of like, you can't just be st- stepping in and talking like whatever you're used to talking about among your friends, because there's a giant megaphone that's attached to it now. Like in some of these rooms are now getting on YouTube, people are recording them and putting them up there. So they're not oh, just really, Oh yeah. It's, it's, yeah. That's why, bro. I don't like 
Like I'll go in there if I know somebody that like is in a room that's that's talking or that's new on there. But I it's it's a slippery slope, man. I don't know. Like I, I don't. Eesh. It's it's kind of cringy, and people just be talking, man. Especially on the music side, there's a lot of like A and R's uh, and managers on there that are like they kind of have a chip on their shoulder that are kind of talking down on a lot of things. That it's I mean it's not like a there's some places that are kind of like more cesspooly areas that aren't like that. If, if you're kind of green and new to the industry, you're going to take that as like, Oh, this is facts. This is what it is. But that's just off of a bad experience of a group of people who shaped, who shared that same bad experience. Um, so where it's like it, I don't know, it, it doesn't, it's not necessarily, a, it doesn't always be a room of inspiration in there. And I don't know if how people are going to be able to discern the, the two, but um, when you, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot more lately, when you are a household name, like Kevin Hart is, you, that doesn't mean everybody in the household likes you. Mm-hmm. It just, people are aware of you. Yep. McDonald's is a household name. That's not because everybody likes McDonald's or eats McDonald's. A lot of people hate McDonald's, like for their, the taste of their food, whatever, because it's bad for the environment, capitalism, like to be a star of that level, there you a lot of stars said that you give up privacy, you give up anonymity, you give up uh, a lot of that. And I think what's different now for stars today, because of social media, all those opinions are readily accessible. Like back in the day, if your movie sucked, you had to read about it in the paper from critics, or you had fan mail. And I feel like fan mail might or hate mail might be a little bit easier to ignore and kevin hart one of the reasons he gets paid so much is because he has a social media presence uh, presence so it's not like we'll just get off social media like no the reason they pay him more is because he's active on social media and if you're active on social media you're gonna see it and also being a celebrity doesn't make you immune to the thoughts of people right and kevin hart is an artist it is human nature to want people to like your art and if you Hearing that it's not going well, I you I would be beside myself. Mm. Beside, was beside myself. Angel Moore Tanksley, the actress, the transition goat. I would, Melissa was like, Kev, let me tell you what. You shouldn't always. This is unrelated to Kevin Hart. She'd just be saying this. She was like, oh, I thought it looked like I was in the Matrix, and then like I was just trying to Millie Rock. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I, I saw like. I saw I uh, she was saying that basically you mean me. She was like, you can be funny. That was regular cough. Y'all yeah, know I, mm-hmm. I be it. Vaccine. You can be regular famous. Oh, see, now listen. See, you be playing around. <laughs> But what is hard to do, you got to be funny in, you know, Kevin Hart's radio show or podcast. He's got movies. He's got coldest balls. He's got stand up. It is hard to be Ryan Davis put this more succinctly and plainly than I did. It's you. It's going to be hard to be that funny on all of those all the time. So mm-hmm. Melissa was like, Kev, man. Just do a couple things. Do keep your distance. Do your little bit stuff up top. Do your little joke in between. Because the thing is, the specials are going to be more harshly graded than other stuff you do. 
Mm-hmm. Especially the reason Netflix is going to give him the big bucks and Dave Chappelle the big bucks is because people are going to come out in droves and watch it. Mm-hmm. And whether they hate it or love it, he's going to get paid. But people are on social media. That opinion is going to get to you. And it ain't the critics. It's the average people that, you know, that is saying, you know, what they what they want about your special. So I'm like, look, let me just do I'll stick to movies and podcasts and YouTube videos. You know, because them specials, man, I'm, I might not, not do another special. I ain't going to hold y'all. I'm, I might do, I might just keep it, I'm about to be my only one. Listen, they're going to they gonna critique whatever you do, Kevin. So it doesn't matter what lane you decide to be in. They're going to critique it. I posted a video of, in the, in a, Angel ain't nobody's, Kevin Hart, Angel ain't Kevin Fredericks. I posted a video about my son and how he sleeps really heavy. And like, it is a task to get him to go up and pee. And when I tell you, on the Facebook, these people have ripped me a new butt. For for saying your son sleeps hard? They were like, you shouldn't be recording him. You should be helping him to the bathroom, but you just want to be cute for the views. And I was like, you dang on right. And I'm glad all a million point five of y'all did because that Facebook check is going to be fire. But yet it's still, they like, this was, it was literally just a video of, oh, I want to show you all how heavy my son sleeps. And because there were a lot of eyeballs on it, you're going to get not just the good eyeballs. You're going to get the people who want to judge you and think that they know you and tell you you're a terrible parent. They're like, he's not, you know. So it's just like. Oh, you have the good old Facebook took it a different way than Instagram did. Uh, yes, because Facebook is shareable. So people who don't know it's shareable, they don't know you. They don't know the kids. So they they like, oh man, I've had that happen so many times. Angel, you'd be like, but this is what Kevin Hart has for sure. The check clearing. So that's what they're, that's part of, you got to consider that as a part of your rate. This is a part. This part of my rate is for the backlash I'm going to get because people, <laughs> people are going to take what I'm saying a way that I don't mean it. They're going to create, as he said, a false narrative about it. Or some people might not create a false narrative. They just don't like what I say it. But that's a part of the rate. That's a part of what people they're paying you for is to get over it, is to do what you we paid you to do and not care. We can't protect you from the voices of the people we don't own the internet we own netflix and if people have to talk about it later and say things about it later you'll be all right yeah that's actually a good point angel i didn't think about that i think um it it comes with the territory but that does not make it easier no it's just it's a consequence of fame it's a consequence of or it's a result of your star power and getting that check and I lied. I do want to be that famous. I do want to be that rich as well. Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll keep going to your therapy. To oh, my therapist? Woo, I'll be in there like, girl, and this is what they said. And this person helped me to cope. Ouch, my feelings. I'd be in there going through. But it's a necessary part of like mental training, I would say. Yeah. Because when you have a million followers on one platform, like um, I do, or multiple, you are subject to a lot. You know, we, we, when we watch the, we talk about that documentary um, about the social media effect. I can't remember the name of it. Where they're talking about the robot social dilemma. They're talking about how your brain responds to that 
of resp those responses and how human it's human nature to want to be liked. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd be like, bro, I got to train myself how to compartmentalize that stuff, you know. And the other part is, you cannot go to the internet for care. Mm -mm. No, they don't care about you, bro. You got to have friends, family, therapy, people who care about you outside of what you can provide. Because if I fought Jake Paul and I got knocked out, no. the internet would not treat me any differently than it did Nate Robinson. Bro. I'm worried about Jake or Nate Robinson. Yes. You worried it, about his brain or you worried about how people are responding to him? I'm worried about him personally, how he's going to like, once this sets in and realize that he had that moment of being dragged on every platform period, the amount of memes that came out of this man. were insane. Mm, he didn't, you don't think he thought, I guess he didn't. I was about to say, like, I feel like, when you put yourself in those situations, you got to think about what the negative outcome might be if things don't go the way you hope they go. Well, I think with his confidence, there's just no way he thought he could get knocked out. Um, well, you, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got to go in there with a certain amount of confidence. I might get beat. I might get punched. But I'm not getting knocked unconscious that hard three <laughs> times in less than two rounds. Well, that that's on him. Bless his heart. I, as hard as well, this is the thing. Then uh, Jake did him a favor because I don't think old boy's gonna be able to read them memes for a while. The way he jangled that boy's brain up in his uh, skull, it's gonna be a minute before he can decipher what he's looking at and what because he jangled that thing around. Yeah, got jingle jangled. jangled. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Like I oh bless it. By the way. Since you brought up Jingle, did you? I know you fell asleep the first time on Jingle Jangle. Did you wake I, up and try it again? We watched it all again the next day as a family. It was so good. You liked it? I did. I love a good musical. My husband made me feel good. You know, the woman that was um, hitting on. Uh, yes. Uh, he was like, Angel, who's this woman playing your role? I said, Couldn't I done this role? You could have easily done that role. I said that would have been fun. I love a good little thing and dance and act. I love Jingle Jangle. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about top five instant classic Christmas movie. Josh, you are honorary black. You need to watch it. I know it ain't your people, but we watched Coco. So you come over here and watch Jingle Jangle. That Coco. That Coco. Coco pull at your heartstrings now. Coco had me in the theaters like, wow, Pixar, this how y'all feel today? I watched wow. Coco late, and I watched it on a flight to Hawaii on tour, and I cried on that plane by myself with my headphones. <laughs> I connected with him so much, and my family pretty supportive, but I know what it's like to be like, I just want to I just want to do my dream, and nobody would let me. That's why I bought my guitar. Listen, I was about to say, out. Jonathan McReynolds. I'm coming for you. I'm not for a little while, but I'll be back. But anyway, Jingle Jangle. Here's the part that I loved about it. Uh, David E. Talbert, who's a playwright, mm -hmm. he started writing Jingle Jangle, Angel, in 1998. And look at it. Look at it where it's at now. Wow. 1998. Eight. Mm -hmm. That vision didn't come to fruition until twenty twenty. Twenty eight. Two. Eight. Is it come eight? on. Let me, let's see you do it. 
22 years. Two years later. The 18 kind of confused because I didn't know if the four was on this side or the two was on the other side. 22 years. Netflix wasn't even around yet. Streaming wasn't even a possibility. And it was just, it was so great. It was perfect timing. Felicia Rashad can do no wrong in in film, television, or anything. The little girl was sweet. The little black boy was sweet. Forrest Whitaker was great. Keegan-Michael Key was great. The dancing was great. The singing was great. There was white people in there, but they were sprinkled in like we be sprinkled in. There was a sprinkle of them. Sprinkled on the sprinkle on the sprinkle. The set, the costumes, the the whole vibe of it was just really just nice. It was. it was great. I the, love black people in fantasy. I love that the plus size woman was the love interest, and there was no mention of it. wasn't because she was big. There was no jokes related to her size. She no. was just the girl who was into him. It had the black name Geronicus. 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 That's black name. That's a four that's syllable name. Black, man. That's four syllables, Josh. Listen, a white Geronicus. Mm-hmm. I, I ain't going to tell y'all what happens, but there is a like a little bit of a tragedy of a lost life at the beginning. My husband said, wait a minute. We gonna, y'all just going to start it off like, yes, Jango, Jango? <laughs> was it as heavy as a loss as Up was, though? No. I still haven't seen Up or paid attention to Up or did oh, I? Don't watch Up. You will cry within the first five minutes and then not watch the rest of the movie. Do not. I was ill-equipped to watch up. I, I, I remember this day like it was yesterday. I, me and Zay, we had a. I took him to the movies to watch up, and I was just like, "Oh, Pixar are gonna be good." I'm talking about. I got three popcorn kernels. I'm eating, and I am full of tears. Isaiah looked at me. He's like, "Daddy, are you okay?" I like, Man, eyes forward. <laughs> I'm talking about. I had extra salted popcorn. I had tears. The worst movie that I ever cried in, though, was this movie called Meet Earl and the Dying Girl. Have I told you about this? Mm-mm. I got to start doing that now because I'm getting old. I be telling the same stories over and over. My kids be like, this movie called Meet Earl and the Dying Girl, just like Josh, I was on a flight to New York. I had a show in the Bronx, flying alone at night. And I'm like, oh, let me watch this movie, Meet Earl and the Dying Girl, you know, whatever. Turn it on. They tell you what's going to happen. This movie's called Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl because this girl is dying. We're telling you what's going to happen, okay? The girl doggone dies. And I'm. this is not a spoiler. They tell you this. When the movie starts, this girl finna die. They literally have a voiceover. Angel and Josh, when this girl died, by the time it happened, I had forgot the beginning. I had got tricked up. I thought, oh, eventually something's going to happen. It's going to turn out all right. Girl, boy, I was making noise on (laughs) flight 713 to LaGuardia. I was in seat 14F. I was in here. I had a hoodie on. I had to put it on and cover half my face because I was wet. I I did that and... (laughs) I made that sound. I couldn't even control it. I was crying so. Oh, uh, oh no! Oh, Angel on oh. the flight. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was so embarrassed, but I couldn't stop crying. Hmm. Oh, I don't. I'm not a movie crier for real. I can't even okay. think of a movie that makes me that has made me cry. Um, Name you five. No, I can't. Like there are movies that like make me feel, but like actually pour tears out. I, I, but I like to watch movies that make me laugh on the flights because I'll be hackling. It don't matter what time. I love me some Jim Gaffigan, that white comedian. Really? Oh, he's one of my favorites. And when I tell you, I be Gaffigan. Yes. He has this one joke about going to Subway. He was like one of his favorite meals. One of the favorite things he gets at Subway is their soup. And he's like, you all call it their tuna fish. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there like, <laughs> I mean, it is pitch black on the plane. It's a red eye. I don't care. I am hackling. That's when I'm in tears, just crying, laughing. But I, I love Jim Gaffigan. I pitched when I when I when I used to be in Hollywood pitching myself. They'd be like, "How would you describe yourself?" And I'm like, "I'm like a black Jim Gaffigan." They're like, "Oh, love Jim Gaffigan. Okay, the dad bod." <laughs> All right, I get it. Yeah, the pop tarts joke. <laughs> it's not pop tarts. It's hot pocket. Oh, hot pocket. No, listen. I know he's my favorite. And at least you get to do that. People always compare me to Wanda Sykes, and I'd be like, but I don't. Wanda Sykes. I don't know. Is she funny? Is she? Do you you think she funny? Her <laughs> last special had me crying. This she had that joke about Trump when he had toilet tissue. She said, now, I know people don't like him because you tell your enemy he got toilet tissue. They just let him walk up them steps like you ain't got nobody who even don't like you enough to be like, hey, man, you got toilet tissue tucked to the bottom of your feet. What? She, the thing is, in conversation, I think she's hilarious. I have not been a uh, fan of her comedy specials as a whole but i do know that white audiences love her and it was always white people telling me this and i was like are you saying this because she's funny to you yeah they <laughs> don't have that many frame of references for black people they'd be like hmm mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you when i got out here and started working in 2006 at least five white executives when we saw your work you're, you're funny like you're like a young wanda sykes and i was like I am. I like to say I'm cute as well. Do you think she's cute? Um, Angel, you are awful. Have you seen Kirby Enthusiasm? Would she be on there? No, but I'm sure she. I'm sure she's funny on there. I'm oh, sure she's funny. Hilarious on there. I'm, I'm positive because they're improving and like I said, off the cuff. I do think she's very funny. But I was like, I'm trying to play people's wives. They, they don't ever make Wanda Sykes nobody's wife. I'm like, oh, listen, guys. <laughs> can we just I don't understand where the parallel is but I know y'all don't be making her a wife that is what I do know so only com compare people to um, the people of their color this happens in sports too they'd be like you're the white dude you're like the other white dude like your skill and ability might be more like a black person but they only compare you to other black I'm trying to think of a, a, a comedian woman that you remind me of I can't you're not really vulgar. I mean, you are, but not like your your material is not like blue is what it's I mean. Not, I'm not extremely. I have some blue, blue stuff, but I don't always put it to I don't 
stack it all together. No, when I, I saw you perform uh, before and I didn't get that. I can't really think of anybody you you remind me of. I'd be my own little lane. But you are your own. You are a special of, of something. I try to be a little different, but no, that's no shade to to Wanda. I would aspire to have her career. I just did not because I don't find most of her stand up to be my type of comedy. I was I had to check in and be like, "You so you saying I'm funny or no?" Nah, because I don't know what you're trying to say to me. Right? <laughs> I do not know. I do not know. Yeah, no. Nah, I um, I'm really excited for what you can do. I uh, I was I was. Uh, I got the first draft of the movie we were working on. We, we you know, we're going to have to re, rejigger it. Uh, we, we, we talked about this offline. But I was just like, man, when these people see Angel in her full form, they're going to be like, Hollywood going to come back to you, Angel, and be like, that we was tripping. That was our bad. We had, you know, because a lot of times it's like, we got to see it. We got, we're going to, now when you, now listen, you get a couple of Kevin Stage Studio movies, and then you're going to be on Universal. Mm. You could have Melissa McCarthy's uh, career easy. I'll take it. I'll take Melissa because they be letting her be married. They, they be letting let her be funny. They let her be funny and they let her do drama and uh -huh. she fills the movies. I feel like that's, I mean, she's not a stand-up, but you have that type of, where you could lead a movie, but you could also be in like a bridesmaids. I was just about to say, if, if uh, Angel gets a bridesmaids Melissa McCarthy role, it's over. Because she was the star of bridesmaids. That she and she was flexible too. Y'all both flexible. Mm -hmm. When the guy was like Air Marshal, she's like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. That's her husband in real life. They are both fools. I think she's really? hilarious. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's her. That's a real life husband. But oh. Kevin, what you gonna do? Because Hollywood is gonna be like you, sir. Are you gonna be like, wait a minute, I have my own movie. Y'all have to wait. But they're like, but Kevin, wanna pay you ten mil? Are you gonna be like, well, my movie? It's going to be here. I'm going to tell you right now, Melissa be so mad at me about this. I be on my own stuff first. And I, I wish there's some NDAs I signed that I wish I could tell y'all. I could tell y'all, you and Josh, I'll tell y'all after this. But um, I, look, when I first started All Deaf, I had told, I said, I'm, I'm not going to work here forever because I can't be Russell working for Russell. And I've had that same thing. Now, y'all can license my stuff. But if it ever comes down to my thing or their thing, I'm always going to do my thing because my thing can become girlfriends. And what I mean by that, girlfriends was off the air on a major network for a long time. And now it's right back on Netflix. And the creator of that is getting paid all over again. So to me, owning that stuff is more. And listen, we talked about this on, was it the bonus episode we talked about Dave Chappelle or the last episode? Oh, it's a, no, 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 no. The last episode, we didn't do bonus last week. Oh, yeah, we didn't do bonus last week for that, for that Thanksgiving. But that's what I'll do now. If I'm free, I'll do a $10 million movie. I'll take it. Oh, yeah. I'm not an idiot. But I'll take that $10 million and then I'll make 8,000 movies of my own. <laughs> because we can make them for such a, a cheaper amount, man, with Brendan and them. We could make so we can make it so cheap that you don't. I I can make eight million go a long, ten million go a long way. Yeah, you can. I know you will. I know I you will. I love y'all. I got to go see Man About a Mule Patreon. Thank you for rocking with us. We will see y'all later this week. Uh, the rest of you all, we will see you next week. The last, I'm just telling y'all now. The last two episodes of the year is gonna be best ofs. 
or it's going to be stuff that Josh pulls from Patreon. We are taking vacation. We have been working like crazy, and we probably ain't going nowhere, but we ain't going here neither. I so I'm going to just tell y'all now, uh, the episodes on the 23rd and the 30th, it's going to be more than likely for, pay, for non-Patreon people, it's going to be stuff y'all never seen. Um, one episode might be stuff top 10. I don't know, Josh, get creative. It's up to Josh. All me and Angel are doing is recording the ads. Josh, you got all type of stuff. You can do it how you do it. Uh, but we're going to take this time off. You hear me? I'm going to take you hear me? I'm going to have no uh, shirt on. I'm scratch my belly. Uh, and then we're going to come right back early January. So if you're watching Dear Cab and wondering why it's old new, I done stopped shooting that show new. Greg is just editing the episodes backwards and forwards, which tells me people don't be People, I be making so much content. People are watching that like this is funny, and then every once in a while, people be like, "Is this old?" And I be like, well, "I ain't mm-hmm. saying nothing." That's the best. Uh, so that I ain't shot a new episode of that in, in three, four weeks, and that show is over. After the end of this year, it's over. So God bless you if you want the old episodes. You want to go laugh, watch the old stuff. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna take up some vacation. Oh, we taking up the church line. So we love y'all. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the app. There's another thing of fire. There's another one. There's another thing of fire. There's another one. There's another one. There's another thing of fire. There's another thing of fire. With my boy Kevin on stage, and that chick angel.